What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos and Matthew Souza. Well, what's going on, everybody? What a beautiful Tuesday night it is. I agree. Why Glenn, is it beautiful? How you doing? You know what? I wonder if I can make it through a whole podcast just using sound effects. Like if you just ask me like yes or no questions and I could give you like a. Hmm. Or a <laughs> or, or what do you think about that? We can we can try. All right. Go ahead. We can try that. Um. So this week. Glenn and I faced off in fantasy. It was just like Glenn and Mason the week prior. It was a close game. It was a hard-fought matchup. They came down to Monday night. Glenn needed 16 from TJ Hawkinson. And that game was putrid. Glenn, could you sum up that game for me? The Vikings-Bears game? Sorry, hold on. I I said it before, but I'm going to hit it again. What a sick joke! Oh, that's for the game? Yeah, so it was bad. But then Hawkinson, out of nowhere, 13 and a half points in the fourth quarter. But that's where it stopped. And unfortunately for Glenn, I got the victory, won by three points, 116 to 113. And uh, there's no E next to Glenn's name in the standings. It was not over officially, but that was a tough loss with two weeks left. So you're saying there's a chance. That's what the app says. I don't do know. what the app says. Yeah. We have we now have three people clinched for the playoffs, all in the East. I might must say that is yeah. me, me, Mason, and Brendan. We had a little Snapchat earlier today. Gang, gang. Would you jerk each other's cocks? We would have if we were in person. That's right, baby. Nice. So we had our little Snapchat avatars do a little circle jerk. You got to pay a premium for that. They went <laughs> in a little circle. So, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah. It's all yeah. right. Because there can only be one. Just remember that. That's right. There can only be one. Well, so, let's see get a co-championship from last year's debacle. No, that don't matter. That don't count. Nobody's talking about Brendan at all. <laughs> I'm not saying our league. We definitively said Jake's the champion, but some leagues may have had co-champions. I don't They're know. not talking about Brennan, but they are talking about the asterisks. Exactly. And that right. might be worst. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. Two more weeks left of the regular season, and then it's playoffs. And then uh, that's what matters. Three weeks to crown a champion and a toilet bowl. Three weeks. This week's important, Mason. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm going to lose this week, and that's not... That's not fucking... Blah, 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 blah. I, I have... So. It's it's Bipocalypse 2.0 this week, because for some reason, the NFL was like, why don't we take all the good teams and have them go on by? But not once. Let's do it twice in the season. Because uh, earlier in the year, it was fantasy-relevant teams, I should say. Uh, the Eagles... We're on by the same week as the Rams and the Cowboys, maybe, and the Bengals or something like that, regardless. I think you just named random teams. 
No, I know the Eagles. <laughs> no, and the it's Rams happened like definitely. three times or something. Yes, but this week, Bills, fucking Ravens. I'm by, so I don't have Josh Allen. I don't have James Cook. I don't have Zay Flowers. Uh, I'm gonna have to pick up a quarterback. Justin Jefferson. I don't have. Yeah, I don't have uh, Vikings around by this week as well. Even though Jefferson's getting activated from IR. Thank. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. <gasps> Uh, oh, do you want to do the news? No, no, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Justin Jefferson's being activated from IR. Uh, all right. So we're just cutting Mason <laughs> off right like that? <laughs> but anyway, um, um uh, yeah, and then I beat Craig in uh, Jim and Skip, clinched clinch the one seed in our division, which means I get a buy. So. That's good. I'm yeah. trying to. So, yeah, Mason, if you lose. If you lose this week, which you say you're gonna and I understand. Then and I win, which I'm actually on the flip side of that. I'm playing Glenn's dad, who's also having bipocalypse. He doesn't have Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, um, another wide receiver or something. He also lost Andrews, too. That's tough. So if I win and you lose, I clinch the one seed and get my fifth division win. And, you know, something. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, you, you know what? Here's what I have to say about Hang that. a banner. <laughs> yeah. My and, fifth division fifth. win. <laughs> you know what? You know how many games it takes to win a division? 14. Yeah, you can get lucky. A three little, measly little three-game stretch in the playoffs to win a championship. But it takes 14 weeks to win a division and i did that more than anybody i am i am a hundred and ten percent getting the row up i'm getting the jackass noise to put on this soundboard just i just hear every time you speak because that right there i just want the respect i deserve you don't you don't you don't you gotta earn it you gotta earn the respect Susan. i deserve it no you don't we deserve it no, because so, until you win, you're just you're just you're Peyton Manning on the Colts before he beat the fucking sorry ass Bears in 2006. Just the stat stuffer. That's it. Mm. Hey, we like stats. I like stats. I mean, I got I got a guy dude. like you in another league who's you know who's got the best record. Is it every balls? Year. It's not balls. It's his brother. He's got the best record, most points scored, or and he chokes Shaft. in the playoffs. So um, yeah. Very, very similar, but you've been doing and it longer. No one heard that. So. That's right. More consistent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Mason, I'd like you to lose. Sorry. I mean, look, if I'm going to be honest with you, at this point, the only way I can get my vengeance against you, unless we play each other in the playoffs, is by taking that fucking certificate out of your goddamn hands. So I didn't want it, but... Not to cross sports, but much like the Bruins going for the all-time win record in the NHL right there, I'm right there, so why not go for it? Mm. Yeah, we're tied. It's a close one. So, All right. Do we need to play the news jingle again? Yeah, this is the news with Sousa. Justin Jefferson being activated off IR today. He will play in week 14. That's the first time I heard that. That's crazy. 
So, yeah, he's had plenty of time to rest. Well, he missed five games, and now he's getting a bye week. So that's good yeah. for people who have him. They're, they're, we've been waiting for this. But in bad news, we got Jonathan Taylor. Mm. He will undergo thumb surgery tomorrow with the hope that he can return, the hope that he can return in two to three weeks. So Jonathan Taylor, oh, yeah, he hurt his thumb in Sunday's game. If you watched it, you may have been like, huh, we're getting a little more Zach Moss than I'm used to. It's because he hurt himself. And it looks like it's going to be a serious thing, especially this time of year when in two weeks we're going to have the week one of the playoffs. And he's almost certainly going to miss that. So start up your Zach Moss engines. I don't have a sound for an engine. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, hold on. I can just I can just open up my window to the outside, and then we can hear oh, Tim Boulder drive by. I was just gonna say, yeah, Timmy. Um, Craig, Craig says I need to hang up the certificates <laughs> next to my college degrees behind me, and I would, but Glenn is still having trouble with USPS. It's been a multi-year issue. I'm not the commissioner anymore. It's you. <laughs> I don't know if it's me. It's only me when Panacho has problems with the league. Then it's Panacho. Good commissioner stuff. Is. I don't know. I'm, gonna, like... I'm not going to take responsibility from him so he can escape the duties. He can't even pay the freaking league fee. I feel like I should just be commissioner again. You might have to. Uh, anyway. Javante Williams, he had a neck injury, but he came back. Yeah. He came back. Thanks. Rashid Shahid, I don't know, he was on the list. I thought it was more serious. Uh, Rashid Shahid, he's doubtful. Uh, well, he was doubtful to return to uh, Sunday's game, and it's likely he won't play this week's game. Chris Olave was out for the rest of the game with a concussion in the same Saints game, and that's something to monitor. I don't know if we've had any player play the very next week after a concussion this year, pretty much ever since Tua got absolutely destroyed. Um, so he might miss this week. Something to monitor, not confirmed. But I think hmm. that's I think that's kind of it with injuries. Uh, Baker Mayfield tweaked his ankle, but he came back. Uh, Damian Pierce has been someone to monitor. He's been missing time, but he was active last week. Probably going to play next week. No one knows what's going on in New England with the quarterback situation. But injury-wise, I think that's um, it. Dak Prescott has a new fan, Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah. He was uh, stroking his cock to him on the Pat McAfee show today. Just saying that he likes this game, what he's been doing. Say he's been watching a lot of Cowboys games lately. Oh, likes, he's getting in his head. His, That's what it is. Likes his cadence. Getting in his head for what? He's on the Jets now. Yeah, but the more, he bleeds Packers blood, and he knows that he's the Packers have been a thorn in the Cowboys' side, and he's, he sees the success they're having, and he wants to kind of get in their head. No. Aaron Rodgers bleeds like crystals or something. Crystals. Yeah, because he's, he's like one of those weird-ass, crunchy granola people who's like, Ooh, holistic what? remedies. If I dip my balls in lavender, my my it'll be a suitable treatment for my cancer. It's like, dog, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Just go to the doctor. 
It's like, he's like, I got to come back from this Achilles injury so I can prove everyone wrong just so I can go on MetLife's shitty turf again, where mind you, I'm pretty sure like six people have torn their Achilles this season. And he's like, get me back in coach, even though the jets fucking suck. And he's not going to be playing for anything at the end of December. It definitely would be impressive. But um, yeah, dipping your balls in lavender confirmed not a remedy for cancer. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe you're just not doing it right. No. You gotta get the full dip. Yeah. They have to be submerged. I think the sun has to be shining directly on the balls, but only at the proper temperature. Can't be too hot. I mean, we're kidding, but this is probably as far as you go just to not get the fucking COVID vaccine. (laughs) Be like, uh, third Sunday of of December, and your balls have to be submerged completely in lavender water while you're doing a little dipsy do with your finger in the air, and you have one on your ear. <laughs> it's all about the magnetic poles. It's like I can feel it. I can feel my body being cleansed of the toxins. Someone's like, "Sir, this is a this is a psychiatric hospital, and this is a fantasy football podcast." <laughs> this, and that was the news with Susa. Good job. Luckily, a, a light week in news. You like to see that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I wanted more news. I mean, the thing that sucks is like, I feel like after Sunday, everyone was like, hey, we kind of got out of this week. No significant injuries, you know, like significant injuries where like people were going to miss an extended amount of time. I know Olave was hurt and left the game and, and you know. A little banged up, but this is the first week in a while, you know, where you can look at everyone's team and was like, Jesus Christ, 17 starters are now out, and I someone's gonna have to start Desmond Ritter next week. Yeah, it's good. Injuries are not good. And uh everyone besides Chris, you know, was kind of making out. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is a tough loss. And he actually wants to know what to do. I forgot about that. He said in the chat, Jonathan Taylor, what do I do? So what do you do, Glenn? Pray. Pray that he comes back in time for his playoff run. If you don't have Zach Moss and you're Jonathan Taylor owner, I feel bad for you. Just how it is. It's called security. Got to get insurance. For someone as good as Jonathan Taylor and for someone as good as Zach Moss has been earlier in the season, you kind of want to make sure you have that just in case. I'm not saying Zach Moss. You're opposed to trading. That's a you problem. That's that's a you problem. You got to be on board with trading for the right reasons. Don't just trade to trade because you're bored. Trade to make your team better. Much better. Well, luckily for him, he has Brees and Mixon, so he has starting running backs, but you just got to hope you advance into the playoffs far enough to where he comes back. It's that simple. Just that easy. It's just that easy. Before we do Stars of the Week, a little side note about uh, a matchup with Sousa and TJ Hawkinson. (laughs) Oh my God! I know so what he was. Say. 
I needed him to get 16 points against Souza to win, which was the number one goal, right? However, in another league, I had a 13-point lead. And the last guy to play for the guy I was facing was TJ Hawkinson. So, if you look at the probabilities, I either needed him to get less than 13 points or over 16 points. And I would win in one of my leagues. You want to know how many points he got? 13 and a half. Yeah, so I lost in both my leagues. Because at halftime, he had one target for zero points. And I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't beat Sousa, but at least I won in this league. And then, uh, of course, the touchdown with five minutes left got him to 13 and a half. I said, well, shit, now I lost in that league, so he better fucking beat Sousa. And he did. I lost in both. And I lost in Madden last night. Oh. Was it against TJ Hawkinson? No. It was against... Travis Etienne, who I had on my team the year prior, and I traded him away. And uh, that, that's a whole other story. You know what I was thinking of, actually? If your math was correct on Sunday night, you might have to blame Zay Flowers for this loss. Because Yeah! <laughs> because yeah, I did. That's another I thing four, I want to talk about. You said I got four points on that last play. You fucking did. You fucking did. I was so mad about that Zay Flowers touchdown. Because there was no reason for it whatsoever. The Ravens have the ball under two minutes. The Chargers don't have enough timeouts to stop them if the Ravens get a first down. How many times do you see in the NFL when a team gets a first down and the other team wants to let them score and go ahead, they fucking kneel it at the one-yard line, they don't go in, they don't score, because the game's over, you just want to run out the clock. Yeah. Ha! Ha! Not Zay Flowers. Not Zay Flowers, okay? He needed five yards. He got fucking 40, and he scored, and he did the worst touchdown celebration I've ever seen in my whole life. The bouquet? Yeah, so stupid. And because oh, I, of thought that, the, I thought the bouquet was the first one. Maybe it was. The second one was the, the messy. Whatever. Because of that touchdown, Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen had garbage time. And what did they do in garbage time? Well, nothing, because Justin Herbert's mid. But the one forward play that they did have was a four-point play because Justin Herbert hit a pretty deep completion to Keenan Allen. How many points did I lose by, Susan? Three. Three! Three. <laughs> well, yell at Mason for that. It's his player, Say Flowers. I didn't even want. I was like, I went to bed, and I'm like, oh, Zay Flowers. Didn't even watch it. I know. Yeah, I didn't watch it, Glenn. I was up by seventy fucking points. <laughs> didn't even watch That's why it. I said, imagine getting nine points while you're sleeping, yeah. wearing a Bills shirt. <laughs> I'm just don't a fan de- of the sport it. of football. That's right. Uh, yeah, so that was crazy. That's that's fantasy for you. It's unlucky. I've been unlucky all year. So the next time one of you ass turds wants to bring up Glenn bullshit, I want you to remember this year. Hey, last year. Maybe you just ran out. Maybe that's it. Maybe I just ran out. Maybe I just ran out. Finally found the end of that that barrel or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Move on. I'm sorry. Uh, Shut up. Let's get ready.
Those stars of the week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job your men or woman started. So, who was stellar, Mason? Did you watch who was going off on your team? Oh, God. Cry me a river. Yes, I did. All right. Well, tell me that. Which one of your reason guys... why I'm wearing this fucking shirt? My goat, Josh Allen, scored almost 40 points last week. In the rain. It's looking good doing it. In the rain. Yeah. yeah. The first half was awful, too. It was. It was not Crazy great. Part. 339 yards, two passing touchdowns, threw a pick. That's Josh Allen. Has to throw a pick. Uh, and then nine carries for 81 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So. And they lost. And they lost. They lost. You see the non because I did the uh, horse collar. Yeah, he got yeah. flagged for that play, Josh Allen. Yeah, for intentional grounding, such yeah. a so ridiculous, bro. I was like, are you are you blind? Are you are you literally blind, bro? It's like I understand the game is played very quickly, right? It's very hard sometimes. Bang bang plays, all that. The refs have a difficult job, like. You know, but calls like that are egregious. And I know they have like the um, they have like the expedited replay in New York or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where like New York will radio down to the officials and be like, hey, you need to take a look at this real quick. Or mm -hmm. they'll call in and be like, hey, we saw the replay overturn that. You know what I mean? Like real or, quick. Hey, we got money on this. Overturn it. <laughs> yeah, that too. But, I mean, I don't understand why the NFL, or maybe they do do this with penalties, and I'm just unaware, and they completely whiffed on it at the uh, at the New York uh, office as well. But I think penalties that are that egregious, where it's in, and it's like, you know, something like that, you, ha you have to make the call there and say, hey, man, like, there's a horse collar there. It's blatant. You need to call that. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. It it's just... Uh, and I think you could argue that that re that was one of the reasons why they ended up they ended up losing that game. I mean, obviously not the entire reason why, but I mean they didn't get any points on that drive as a result of that. Um, they got three. Kicked the field yeah, goal. Did they get three? Yeah, they could have won it with a touchdown because they had possession first in overtime, but they got a field goal. And yeah, and like Eagles came down, scored a touchdown. Policing, policing flags or calls. We already like that's it's so tough because we already saw it with pass interference. Um, because that play with the what was it, Saints Rams. or something, Rams, so egregious, wasn't a call. So they like, so they instituted a rule or whatever. Or weren't you able to like challenge? Yeah, you flags could challenge too? it. Uh, but that got they were like, out of hand, and it's like this is you just gotta hope that the establishment of referees can do their job. Like that's optimally or ideally the best way to go about it. If they don't, it's like, yeah, you could maybe come up with a rule to make that situation correct, but it's only going to make a lot of other situations worse. So it's just kind of part of the game. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl off the flag last year. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, though, because, like, at the end of the day, I don't like to be one of those people – you know, that are, is like, oh, yeah, dude, like this one call influenced the whole outcome of the game. Like, for example, 
Bills still had plenty of time to score a touchdown. They also could have stopped the, I mean, you know, credit to Jake Elliott for hitting a 60-yard oh. field goal in the fucking, a monsoon. Like, you know, you have to tip your cap there. But, I mean, they had an opportunity to hold them in overtime with their defense. They couldn't do it. Uh, and then, like, the Rams, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was a blatant penalty. But then the Saints got the ball first in overtime. Drew Brees threw a pick, put them in excellent field position. They kick a field goal, they win the game. So and many then, aspects to the game that can change the outcome of it. Yeah. Besides oh, yeah. one play. So, yeah. Susan, who's your stellar star of the week? Oh, yeah, stellar stars. Well, let's go on Mason's team quick. And got to talk about Kyron Williams. First game back from IR. He missed four games and had a bye week. So we hadn't seen him since week six. Now it's week 12, or it was week 12, and he went off. Right back at it. 16 carries for 143 yards. And then six receptions for 61 yards and two touchdowns. There's the touchdowns. Two voluptuous touchdowns in the receiving game. That's over two. That's 203 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns on uh, 22 touches. 35 points. Doesn't watch Zay Flowers. Gets up when you're talking about Kyron Williams. He Does has his headset on, right? I'm still listening. <laughs> so, yeah, Kyron head. Williams, 35 points against the Cardinals. Um, My stellar star of the week. Where is he? I've seen him. I've seen him on me late show. CJ Stroud? Nope. McCaffrey? Nope. Miami there defense? There he is. Yeah. Miami defense. Wow. Um, against the Jets, Miami Dolphins defense scored 23 fantasy points, which included, but is not limited to, Two picks, seven sacks, a pick six, and less than 200 total yards allowed against Tim Boyle and the Jets on the first ever Black Friday game. Did you watch that game, Mason? Uh, which game? Sorry. <laughs> the Black Friday game, the first ever Black Friday game, history in the books. On Amazon Prime. Amazon does it again. I can't hear you. Now we can't hear you, Mason. Now, you, now you're just being disrespectful. I'm going to say he didn't. Yeah, because no. Nope. Um, <laughs> you know what else Amazon's responsible for, supposedly? <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos? No, that's the opposite. He's oh. responsible for Amazon. I watched it. Am- oh! Shit. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fucking Christ, bro. You did? Yes. Nice. Yeah, did you like it? <laughs> I didn't either. I mean, it was fine. <laughs> um, I don't know why it was between the bum-ass Jets and the Dolphins. Like, who thought that would be a good idea? 
Well, when they made the schedule, they didn't think Tim Boyle was going to be the fucking quarterback for the Jets. And that's what I was going to say. That's what Amazon's responsible for. They show commercials saying uh, Amazon's uh, AWS goes over all these uh, calculations to come up with a schedule. And they're responsible for these bye weeks. They're responsible for these shit primetime games. It's their fault. Amazon makes a schedule? That's what commercials have said. Jeffrey Bezos makes the schedule? He calls up Goodell. In, like, in a cosmic sort of way, yes. Wow. Because Amazon has a whole cloud computing segment. And that's what's responsible for like creating the algorithms for the schedules and shit. And that's the, the next-gen stuff, too. You know I'm thinking? I think Amazon drafted for Chris. Is that what happened? Yeah. I think so. Because I've seen Chris draft before. He's never had a team this good. So that's the only solution. Makes sense. Sounds Makes sense. Sounds reasonable to me. That was Stellar Stars of the Week. Brought to you by Reddit Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job your man or woman started. Hey, Mason. What? I think we're going to replace you with uh, Sousa for fuck of the week. Why? Because last week, he had a really good fuck. Oh, wait. We, dog, we got to talk about last week. Oh, oh when you we, said you we got pop in and he didn't? Yeah, well, I was busy. Okay. <laughs> anyway. What, we, we what gotta, do you mean? What do you got going on here? I got. Hold on. Hold on. Are you pulling I, up a clip or something? I'm pulling up the Thanksgiving food draft that you guys did. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It was Thanksgiving last week. Mm. I. Who won? I was scrolling through and I'm like. Okay, like this is, you know, this is fine. Like, whatever, I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it. And then I scroll to the last page and I look at Suze's last pick. Who the fuck eats prime rib on Thanksgiving? That That's mine. Glenn's last pick. Oh, sorry, sorry, Suza. Glenn, yeah. who the fuck eats prime rib? You should have heard, heard what I said before <laughs> prime rib. <laughs> um, my Listen. my parents my dad has actually made it, but they they're like yeah. they cook they cook a lot. They have Big like Butch they made like three turkeys rib. and a prime rib this year because they just they cook so so much food for all these people. They fucking roast a pig over but, a fire too with the apple in its mouth. I wouldn't be surprised. So they're kind of a little bit of an outlier, but it's happened in the world. Well, see, Mason, context is king here. I didn't have any meats left because Sousa took turkey and ham. Well, so, I mean, that's on you then. You it wasn't even back to back. I gave him time to pick up meat. Soon as, soon well, as I didn't, turkey comes off the table, you got to take ham. Well, I didn't think he'd take ham because he got turkey. It's like, I didn't think fucking Peyton Manning and uh, Tom Brady were going to get drafted the first year that we played <laughs> fantasy football. There's only a one quarterback <laughs> league. That was me. Right. Oh, my uh, God. Wow. I would also propose, since I missed this draft, I think we should do 
We should do a Christmas movie draft. Not necessarily this week. Not necessarily this week. Movie. All right. So we we have some time to think about. We all go five picks because that's 15. And I mean, let's be honest. Would you get past the top 10? (laughs) The slim pickings. And also, you're not going to put fucking uh, God. What the what the hell is the Bruce Willis movie? Yeah, thank you. No. Hey, a Christmas movie. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Spider Man, the original Tobey Maguire movie, could be a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> Just because it happened in the movie. I saw the clip. I, dude, fucking, what's his name? Spider-Man. Will Defoe was in his bag in that movie when the the instant fear that I feel every time when he goes for the fucking food and. <laughs> Aunt May slaps his hand. And he looks at her, and I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, oh no! And he does hey. the fucking thing with the knife and the. He fucking he remembered the, that. He, he said, kept I'm the blowing receipt. this. I'm oh, yeah. blowing this bitch's house up. Finish it. Finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I deliver us. <laughs> she finished oh, man. it. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. That's such anyway, a good movie. Christmas movie draft. We're doing that. All right. Yeah. And what other what else can we do? Uh, like little draft. You want to make this like a weekly segment? You you could do Christmas songs. Could do Christmas Ooh. songs. Ooh, that might be that might be better. Actually, might be better. I mean, we got you know a couple days till December. Say we got time. Got time. One last thing that's off topic. And then we can get the fuck of the week. Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, me and Megan saw that new Thanksgiving. Did you, did you guys see the trailers for it? The Thanksgiving horror movie. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, it's I actually pretty good. We went to go see it in theaters together. Uh, we just like had like a little date night. Like we got dinner and we were like, let's go see a movie. And then we were like, ah, the Thanksgiving movie looks like kind of fun. It's probably gonna be stupid. Like, you know, whatever. It was actually pretty good. And it takes place in Plymouth. I don't know if you guys know that. I do not like, It's just funny because like uh, everyone in the in the movie has like a very thick Boston accent. So like one of the lines at one point, one of the kids is like, why don't you go back to Methuen, you fucking nerd? Well, now I don't, I don't have, have to see, to see it. it. <laughs> come on. Face it. Come uh, on. I'm God just, damn! I'm just pulling your chain. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I, I, I'd like to see that. Yeah, well, pull this. Don't need to. <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> I know it's in Plymouth, and they have accents. Fuck. Craig, right, Craig says <laughs> That's the whole movie. Craig, Craig has a couple uh, comments here. Mason, <laughs> where does Beef Wellington rank for you in regards to Thanksgiving food? <laughs> yeah, did you even say that's what you said? I don't know. If no. he yeah, I he said, said beef, beef Wellington. Wellington. I was you missing it. Beef Wellington. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Where are you going over dinner? Listen, <laughs> whose house are you going to? Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Listen, I was mixing up Christmas and Thanksgiving because my sister-in-law said she made a beef Wellington, but I thought, like, because I didn't know if somebody in their family didn't like turkey. It was actually because they didn't like ham on Christmas, so she made a beef Wellington for Christmas. So I said, no turkey, no ham, beef Wellington. <laughs> Put that on the thing. I mean, I'd take it, it got, personally. It got vetoed, 
and then I took Butch's prime rib instead. <laughs> so <laughs> Butch's prime rib. Oh, I'm dead, dude. That's so fucking funny. Oh my yeah. god. You know, I almost called out Craig's comment on that post because obviously I didn't have the context. And Craig said, "Where's the beef, Wellington?" I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> so is almost, wrong with him?" He almost chewed him out for saying. When I put so it, like, when I when Craig. I put the post on my story on Instagram, I put honorable mention beef Wellington. <laughs> so. Um, oh, and then Craig funny. says, "Top five best Christmas gifts of all time." Oh, but mm. like, like all time, like different generations. That's tough. I feel like you have to generalize it because the Red Ryder BB gun <laughs> got to be number one. But it's not our generation. Can we talk? Wait, are we are we gonna do movies? Or are we doing songs? Are we doing both? We got twenty five like days movie of Christmas. Idea. Yeah, movies, movies is good. We could do songs. I feel like songs is more uh, subjective, though. I mean, you could give people... Right. One thing opinions. we can all agree on, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas all the way in the fucking basement. Oh, Sleeper wait, 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 No. Yeah, have you ever heard... In... Have <laughs> you me. ever heard... Have you ever heard Leanne Rhymes' version of I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? No, 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 no. I No, I have not. But also, I'm talking. We're talking like the most popular Christmas songs, the right. one that they play on the radio with the annoying ass. Yeah, with the kid. kids singing. Yeah, but there's different versions of songs that are a lot better by other people. Like, like Madonna's version of uh, "Santa Baby" makes me want to fucking vomit. Santa baby. Yeah, oh okay. Okay. Sign X on the line. <laughs> Santa, dude, I fucking. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah, no. You would have but to the Earth, the But the Earth of Kit one's really good. But the Madonna it's one is so bad. No, you have to specify artists because every Christmas song has multiple versions. It almost makes right. you wonder how is that? Like, was there just like a. Like copyright was thrown out the window for Christmas songs only because. Must have been. It's free reign on those things. I know. There's like six different versions of every song. Who, yeah. Who's? I don't Maybe. even know who came up with these songs because everyone has. Them. You should. So we had the Christmas party, and preferably I prefer Jimmy Buffett's version of Melikaliki Maka, but the original is Bing Crosby. So Chelsea yeah. requested Jimmy Buffett's version, and Jeff was like having a panic attack over <laughs> how it wasn't Big Bing Crosby. Oh no. And Chelsea's like, well, Jimmy Buffett just died. And Jeff was like, well, Bing Crosby's been dead for years. And I'm like, this doesn't, you know. He wins I mean, there. Look, we can all agree the definitive version of Santa Claus coming to town is the one by Bruce Springsteen. It's got to okay. be. But it's got to be. Jackson 5 has a great one, too. Ah, uh, no. Nah. Actually, that, said, one is, that one is pretty good. Haley said this one night, and I, I completely agree. You have to be in the right mood to listen to Michael Jackson. Either his, his adult stuff or his little kid stuff. Because it's just like, it's it's very abrasive, just the voice and, and, the, and the energy. Uh, if you're not in the right mood, you just got to turn that shit off. I agree. Well, not all of his songs Jackson are like five bangers. Jackson. Yeah, Jackson 5, Michael Jackson, I'll give you that. But any other Michael, I feel like you could just throw it on and be like, what the hell? So no. mommy kissing Santa Claus. It's like, shut up, you little shit. And I'm going to tell my dad. I'm going to tell hey, my you, dad. What a, what a fucking narc. If we were taking a top top five narcs draft, 
Michael, Michael Jackson, Michael number Jackson. one. Number two, <laughs> fucking, uh, wait. I was going to say, I uh, don't know, that didn't make sense. Never mind. <laughs> Forget it. There's definitely a joke to be had, but you had, you had to be quick, and I can't think of anything. All right. I was going to say Benedict Arnold, but he was a traitor rather than a narc. <laughs> so. Okay. How about fucking uh, Paul Revere? British. Uh, not really Ooh. narking. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Top five narcs of all time. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, Michael Jackson. Mojo. Everyone's like, and I'm going to tell my dad. They're like, they're like, when did Michael Jackson nark? Oh, when you saw mommy's <laughs> kissing Santa Claus. What a little shit. <laughs> Fuck him. All right. All right. Uh, I, love, I love how I'm more into the Christmas drafts than I am into fantasy <laughs> football. Guess we're going to do a, uh, just a draft podcast where we just, just do a, a draft a week. Just call it Stellar Draft. Stellar Draft. I mean, you could literally you could do anything. Um, yeah. You know, food or, I don't know, cars, music, movies, mm. days of the week, months of the year. Days of the we're week. Gonna do it. We're going to do a day of the week draft. Uh, number one pick, I'm taking. <laughs> uh, I would say Wednesday just because it's hump day. <laughs> and once I get over that hump, I'm really good for the rest of the week. Holiday right. draft. I don't know. Ooh. Holiday draft. Three rounds. Take a. How many subjects can we bring up to stay off a of fantasy football draft? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, Sousa, uh, if if you need to say, wait, why does why is Sousa fuck of the week a uh, guy now? Because he had a really good fuck. Oh, all right. Well, Sousa, if you want, you can do the 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 yell part, and then I'll introduce it because I can't yell. Okay. So. Yeah. I literally that's... brought up pig pigskin pickups. I forgot about the fuck. It's been that long. It's been that distracted. You know, been a while since I had a good fuck. <laughs> all right, ready? <laughs> ready? Yeah. And now we have the fuck of the week brought to you by PB and J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Nice. Good shit, Sousa. All right. So this week's fuck the week is sorry, Chris, if you're still in chat, it's someone on your team. It's Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, who is now slowly starting to suck. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> he's starting to, he's to if you I watch can... him he's just slowly starting to suck like i said about mac jones i can smell him all the way from over here this past week he did not shower he was stinky uh he had one reception for two yards and he finished with 0.7 yeah i Tough. mean it was bound to happen because the Panthers suck. And I don't know how Thielen's been that bright spot week in and week out. But, uh, yeah, Br- Bryce Young finally caught up to him. Well, I think it's also important to say, uh, or important to talk about Carolina Panthers as a whole briefly, because let's be honest, this is the Panthers. No one really wants to hear about them that much. But did you guys see all the shit happening on Twitter today in relation? Obviously, Frank Reich got fired yesterday, right? Mm. Um, which that guy making making out like a fucking bandit. I'm pretty sure he got fired by the Colts last year. They still owed him like thirty million. 
that he Ooh. signed a four-year contract with the Panthers, and now they terminated his contract, so now he's owed like sixty million from them. Oh man, my man is just sitting on his couch making a hundred million dollars. He's like, this is a good business strategy. Yeah, <laughs> sign contracts um, and fuck up. So. There's been like a lot of talk, obviously, because CJ Stroud has been a phenom in Houston um, playing for the Texans. People were saying, wow, the Panthers really fucked up. And then like every time the owners been like, no, 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 we were going to take him. I swear to God, we were going to do it. We were going to do it. Um, and then he was saying today in a press conference, like obviously the first press conference is they fired the coach uh, talking about like what he's looking for in a new coach. People asked him about that. And he was like, well, the original plan was we were going to trade up to number two and do like a three team deal with like Houston and another team. Um, and uh, whatever that fell through. So they ended up trading up to number one where they picked Bryce Young, to which I say. If you were going to take CJ Stroud, that he was too. still there at pick I one, know. man. You cannot. You can't argue if you have the first overall pick. Like, like you fucking pick anybody. Literally, everyone's there. What a fucking idiot! But yeah, I just wanted to say that because it was kind of funny. I just feel like people were like, "What? <laughs> like, are you stupid?" And the answer is yes, he is. <laughs> I just so, want to say though, the jury's still out on Bryce Young. That's the expression, oh, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Want to make sure that was correct. There's no conclusion. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Gonna see how he. I can't. I can't judge a rookie quarterback, um, in his first twelve games. I won't do it. I won't sit on this podcast and do it. I yeah, because I mean, time. if we if we did that, if we went by those metrics, then Mac Jones would be a, a borderline Pro Bowler every year because that's what he was in his rookie season. And now he can't go a game without almost throwing a pick six. So that game, you know, dude. Cancerous. I, I was at my brother-in-law's house. Didn't have, <laughs> I'm didn't so have sorry. Access, didn't have access to red zone. So I was stuck watching the Patriots and the Giants. And it was the worst display of football that I've seen all year. All year. Yeah. I, like, uh, I looked at Megan and I said, like, they kept cutting back. Reds. Obviously, it was like the first possession was like the Giants punted. Then Mac Jones threw a pick. Then the Giants fumbled. Then the Patriots punted. Then the Giants threw a pick again. Then Mac Jones threw a pick. I was like, Megan, this game might end zero to zero in a tie. And she was like, why do you think? I was like, because they suck. Like, they're so bad. They're so bad. I'm hoping. And there was um, there was a, there was a drive where they're actually getting down the field, the Patriots. I think it was Isaiah Simmons came off the edge from Max Blindside, feeling the pressure, and he threw the ball to his check down about three yards behind him for the one of the worst picks I've seen all year. And I was just like, damn. Every time he throws a pick, I just laugh. But it's like, I don't I don't even know, man. It's like the, but the thing is, real quick, my last thing on the Patriots, because obviously we've talked extensively about how bad they are this year, but I don't I like want it. Belichick to get fired. Now, for the rest of the season, I want him to get fired at the end of the season. Oh, he's gonna. You know what's what's gonna happen is this week. I'll save it for my sizzling hot take, but 
this week something's going to happen. And I don't want it to happen to the Patriots because if, well, I'll just say it. The Patriots fire Bill Belichick. They're going to get that coaching bump, you know, that you get when it, when the head coach gets fired, like like uh, like the Raiders did. You know what I mean? Josh McDaniels out. Devontae Adams smoking cigars in the fucking locker room the next and game. Steelers, they put up the most yards in the season after they fired Canada. Yeah. They, they ain't going to get that. What no indication? Boost. What indication of this team do you think? Because like, who they got coming up on their schedule? Uh, they got the Chargers not, this week. They got the Chargers. They're gonna play the Bills again. They're gonna play the Jets again. Um, they played the Broncos too. Who'd be the Who'd be the interim head coach? Bill O'Brien. Uh, probably Gerard Mayo. Yeah. No. They're, they're in shambles. I mean, they are in shambles. Like, and I, I'm, I'm literal saying, shambles. I'm saying, I think it's going to be a mutual parting of waves at the end of the season between Kraft and Belichick. And I think Belichick goes elsewhere. Bro, the Patriots play the Chargers, and they play, they're at Pittsburgh, then they play Kansas City, then they're at Denver on Christmas Eve. Merry at Christmas. Denver. Gross. Uh, then they're at Buffalo and they're home to finish the season against the Jets. Um two and fifteen is possible. Oh, I hope it I hope it happens. Like I said, I'm going into every week at this point. I am rooting for the Patriots to lose. Which I understand because you want the good draft pick. But then you gotta realize one draft pick is not gonna fix this team. <laughs> No, it won't. But Especially it's a Bill step in the right direction. <laughs> Who do they draft, though? Well, I mean... I, I, I heard a great five-step plan today for the Patriots to get back to greatness. Can we read it yeah. to you? Yeah, hit me. <clears throat> Hold on a second. It's just five fart sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. No, we... um, One of my dynasties... Greatest fantasy chat we've ever had. But uh, big Patriots fan. Shout out Mello. He goes, Pat's five-point plan to greatness again. Okay. Number one, fire Bill and put Mac into the sun. Number two, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and Daniels. I don't know who Daniels is, but apparently Craig, who's uh, Mel Kuyper third. Says that Daniels, or is it McDaniels, is Heisman frontrunner right now. Number uh, three. Yeah, he's a kid from LSU, I believe. Number three, uh, take a flyer on a fourth rounder and sign Kirk Cousins. I'm guessing fourth a flyer on a fourth round, like maybe like a quarterback, and also sign Kirk Cousins. Number four, pay better wide receivers like Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, or T. Higgins. Or just pay one of them. And number five, re-sign Duggar. Owenwa. Oh, oh, is it Owenwa? Owenu. 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 Henry. And Bourne. That's the five-point plan for the Patriots to get greatness. And then, which I responded, define greatness. Because I saw Kirk Cousins in that plan, so I'm confused. <laughs> Uh, he said greatness. That's what I guess. That's what you lost me. But it sounds like a sound plan. 
I mean, I don't, I don't think it better. Um, I don't hate that plan, but that's, and that's something similar that they're going to have to do. Um, I think what's important in that plan that doesn't happen with the Patriots, at least in history, uh, recent history is signing good players, <laughs> getting yeah. a Mike Evans, getting a Calvin Ridley, even Kirk Cousins is well above anything they freaking sign. Oh no, they, they spent money. But remember when they did it, the free agent class was ass, and the top wide receiver that was available was Nelson Aguilar. So here's the, here's the thing. Here I'm at. Here here's where I'm at. Watching the Patriots as an outside fan who's not a Patriots fan, um, it is hard to be consistently good in this league. So the fact that the Patriots had their dynasty for 20 years, Patriots fans will continue to be spoiled for the foreseeable future. Always striving to get back to that not going to happen it's not feasible because you had um generational quarterback generational head coach at the same time for 20 years problem is we're saying fire bill which right now seems like the right decision because of how bad things are going into the season you didn't think the patriots would be this bad something has to change you could change the quarterback sure but that's not the only issue. It's also the roster construction, which is on Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick being coach and GM, he's not going to be one without the other, at least not in New England. So it's not like Bill can just step down from GM duties and still remain coach in New England, which is the problem. So you got to get rid of Bill. But the biggest problem with that is that the grass ain't always greener when it comes to head coaching. Take it from a Cowboys fan. And I like to I like to mess with Patriots fans because, like, like I said, this is early. We're in the early stages of this. And I said, this is just the beginning. Like, if, if I'm if I'm trying to compare this to my experiences as a Cowboys fan, right here, this Mac Jones, Cam Newton era, or I should say Cam Newton for a year, then Mac Jones. This is like the Chad Hutchinson, Quincy Carter era, which was after Troy Aikman, where it just completely bums. The next step is you find a quarterback who you who the who the fan base likes and they trust you're Tony Romo and you think you have a chance every year and then you just continually get let down year after year and then you find a new quarterback to replace him and then he becomes your franchise guy this is a whole cycle that the patriots are in store for hmm. and i can't wait to see it yeah but the the i think the biggest issue in comparison to the Cowboys is that the Cowboys have talent. I think purely the Cowboys problem is coaching. Like Mike McCarthy's a fucking bozo. And I no offense, but I like I genuinely believe that if they had a good coach, I think the Cowboys would be like a legitimately great team. It's I, just I that, think they I think they could have been better all the Jason Garrett years if they had oh, a yeah, better definitely. coach. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Right. But yeah. But obviously, they got to bring someone in for a better roster construction because that, for me, is the number one blame on everything with the Patriots is that the roster is simply not good. Yeah, yeah. Like Belichick, like Belichick said, can be a great coach, or you know, morale can be down. You're not believing him, but like some guys buy into the Patriot way, some guys don't. But your players on this team right now are just not good enough to perform, and when things are going bad then there's no reason to believe in the Patriot way. But it's not even, it's not even not 
Like they're not good enough. You know what I mean? It's also Belichick has lost the locker room at this point. Like he's dinking around every week saying that he's not going to say who the quarterback is for whatever reason. I think Rex Ryan of all people put it best on ESPN this week. Just say who the quarterback is, Bill. No one gives a shit about the Patriots anymore. They suck. Okay. Like yeah, it's no not, one it's cares. Like it's Stop like a chess around. Yeah. Because nobody cares. Both your quarterbacks blow. Yeah. It's like <laughs> choosing between which of two turds is shinier. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. They both stink. Like who cares, man? Like focus on actually getting the team ready instead of trying to play mind games with the fucking media. You bozo. But <clears throat> sorry. Slightly off topic. There. Lost the happy. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I think what you said, Glenn, is is the perfect encap- encapsulation is that ultimately, even people who have a problem with Mac Jones and think Mac Jones sucks, which I've come around to, I think Mac Jones is not a good quarterback. I think he's at best going to be a backup in the league just because of the upside that he showed his rookie year. Um, but the, the problem is that he drafted Mac Jones. So it's still a Bill Belichick prop. You know what I mean? In on top of the fact that he also saddled him with those fucking two bozos as OCs last year. But the thing that's crazy is that the Patriots averaged like seven more points per game with those two bozos last year. Like, think about that. That's what I'm saying. Like, last year was supposed to be the bottom and how bad the Patriots are going to be. Now you actually bring in an offensive coordinator like Bill O'Brien. And it gets worse. <laughs> but that's why I think it's mostly buy-in. Because I think the players are like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, we got the, the not, coach. Because it's not working. Yeah. I if, mean, if, look, if you're winning, Patriot way sounds great, man. You want me, to, want me to do this your way, Bill? We're winning games? We're winning our division? Sure, man. Anything you say, what? But when you're, you're starting the season, three or four games under five hundred. Patriot Wayne looking that good. Why are we doing oh, yeah. all this if we continue to lose games? And that's why Tom Brady was also undervalued in that aspect as well. Because not only was he, you know, fantastic quarterback, he was also the leader of the whole locker room. And it didn't matter if the Patriots hit a skid or a snag because people looked to Brady as the leader of the players in that locker room. And Brady was said, guys, we still have to buy in to what we're doing, our systems. If we keep doing the same shit, we will win. And we will be successful. And they would be because they would continue to buy in because, you know, they believed in Tom. But, I mean, at this point, you don't have the horses um, no. in general. Who's, and then, who's the locker room leader? Matt Slater? Uh, yeah. but And there, there's your problem. Matt Slater's a fucking special teams guy. That's what I'm saying. So There's, it's, there's nobody. And it's not like they have that superstar player. <clears throat> no, they have no one. They have literally no one. Their best player was Christian Gonzalez, who's out for the season. Yeah. So, I mean, ideally, I want them to take a quarterback. Um, you know, I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long process. I'm a, I am under no illusion that the Patriots are gonna, you know, I'm not one of these. I, you guys know me. I'm not one of these fucking pie in the sky Patriots fans who're like, yeah, dude, we're gonna draft Caleb Williams Dynasty 2.0 kid. That's not how it works. Like the fact that they had sustained success for that long is an anomaly, and it's probably 
it might not be replicated in all of sports ever again. Never mind football. I mean, it, and it's, it's, you know, just, I just want them to be consistent and at least be a enjoyable product to watch because right now it is, it is, they are laughably terrible. It's unwatchable. Like it, it really is unwatchable. Like it's, it's awful. It's horrendous, horrendous, you know, but yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. That was fucking the week. <laughs> <laughs> the longest segment in the history of our podcast. <laughs> that was fuck of the week. Um. All right. Let's just let's do these pigskin pickums. I don't know where I'm at. We were gonna play music for that, right? Oh yeah, I don't think we did that last week. No. But we'll do it this week. I can find it. It'll help keep us at a good pace going through the games. Yeah, you're right. Oh, right. The fucking... Forgot about that. Hold on. Let me get into it here. George Pickums. Guys, if we are in... Creeping up. Creeping up. I'm just saying. I'm dude, pregnant. 98.1 percentile, dude. Pop off, man. Wow. God damn. Wow. Wow. Pretty fucking good. Wow. I am 14 games behind him. Oh, you're only five games, Mason. Who is? Uh, I don't know, Jim. Uh, I don't know, Jim. I don't know. God, that's such a fuck. I know I say every week, but that is such a. Oh, that's so good. Every time I I can just hear Tony Romo's voice in my head. <laughs> oh man. All right. All Week right. 13. Right. Pig skin pickums. Thursday go. night. The Seattle Seahawks travel to Big D and Jerry World to face the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are rolling. Yeah, and they're going to steamroll these birds. Yep. Give me the Cowboys. Keep it going. Move, moving on to Sunday, you got the Indianapolis Colts at 6-5, and five, traveling down to Tennessee, who has sunk to 4-7. and seven. Jonathan they Taylor are... is out. And the Titans are 4-1 and one at home. 0-6 oh on the road, though. So who are we picking? I don't care. Give me the Colts. Yeah, me too. Give me the Colts. The LA Chargers are also four and seven because Justin Herbert's mid. You didn't hear it from me though. And Quentin but Johnson damn. can't catch either. Yeah. And they're going to New England. And we just talked about how bad they are. So give me the Chargers. There's no way the Chargers can lose this game, right? You know, I saw an interesting stat that Justin Herbert in his all his games has scored like fourteen hundred and eight points. His defense in all of those games has allowed fourteen hundred and seven. <laughs> What? Yeah. Sad. Dang. So, uh, is he, I agree. He does have his issues, but I would also say he is not necessarily being put in a position to succeed. Pulls his weight. Um, the Detroit Lions are eight and three, coming off a Thanksgiving loss to the Packers. Oh, but, but they head close. down to Orleans to face nah. the New Orleans Saints. Give, Give me, me Detroit. 
Lions, baby. The Atlanta Falcons are 5-6, and six, and they're heading to MetLife Stadium to face off against Tim Boyle again. The Jets. Fucking give me the Falcons. Yeah. Falcons on the road. The Arizona Cardinals are 2-10, and ten, going to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers, who had over 400 total yards of offense. Yeah, the Fire like Matt that. Canada crew is jumping in their chairs right now. <laughs> Give me the Steelers at home. Yeah, me too. Miami Dolphins are eight and three, and they're going to Washington to face the Commanders, who are four and uh, the eight. eight, four and eight. Yeah. yeah. Give me the Dolphins on the road. Dolphins. Sam Howell. Yeah. Sneaky good fantasy QB. He's Shitty. Like... Regular yeah, like... QB. He's like Top this 10. year's Blake Bortles. Wow. Good comp. Um, the Denver Broncos, who are rolling, head to Houston to face the Texans. Both, yeah, both six and five. Six and five. Taking the Texans. Um, I'll tell you what. Give me the Broncos on the road. CJ Stroud is fucking nasty, bro. He but, has his moments. Denver's D is getting better, too. Broncos um, country, let's ride. I'm going to go with the Texans, though. Oh, all right. I'm going to fuck myself. <laughs> Carolina Panthers are 1-10, and, and they don't have their pick because it belongs to the Bears. Stinks. They're going to Tampa Bay to face the 4-7 and seven Buccaneers. Divisional matchup, anything can happen, but I'm going to pick the Bucks. Me too. I'm taking the Panthers. Oh. What? Is this a catch-up game? What is this? No. Take the Panthers. I think they're going to win. They're going to get their second win this week? No Baker this week. What? No Baker I didn't say week? that in the news. I think so. Yeah, I thought he has, a, he has a sprained ankle, doesn't well, he? Pause, pause that music. <laughs> Hold it. Hold everything. No ligament damage. Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Todd Bowles said that the MRI exam on quarterback Baker Mayfield's ankle came back negative for ligament damage, but he's pretty sore on Monday after injuring his ankle on the opening drive of the 27-20 loss. Mayfield would return to the game and finish 20-30 for 30 for 199 yards and two touchdowns and one interception. Um... So he's playing? Kyle Trask will be waiting in the wings as the backup in case Mayfield has a setback of some sort with his ankle this week. Uh, but he figures to be fine to play in week 13. Well, I take it back. But I'm still picking the Panthers. Hit the music. <laughs> All right. The Cleveland Browns are 7-4. and four. DTR. Is he going to make the playoffs with the Browns? Um... No. Maybe. Maybe. The answer is yes. Oh. Believe in Cleveland. Believe them. As they travel to LA to face the Rams, who are five and six, and who also are super uh, are Sousa's Super Bowl pick. Now that Byron's back, they can go on a nice little streak here facing the hapless Browns, picking the Rams. 
Uh, Souza says the hapless Browns like their defense is the best in the league, but Miles Garrett Miles. might be hurt. Yeah. Wait, so, too. wait a minute. Oh. Miles Garrett's hurt too. Uh, Miles Garrett day to day with shoulder injury. Cleveland Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski said the All Pro pass rusher Miles Garrett with a shoulder injury is sore uh, from the injury suffered last week, and that he's day to day. Garrett was in a sling after the game and said he felt a pop in his shoulder, but apparently he avoided any major damage. It's good news for an already banged up Browns defense and fantasy managers uh, in IDP leagues. Uh, well, to see how he's feeling, if he's good enough to play week 13. Give me the Browns. Rams. I'm going to take, take the Browns. Rams. The Rums. And then, uh, this has got to be game of the week. I don't know why this is not Sunday night. San Francisco 49ers have a chance to back up all that shit they were saying after they lost in the NFC Championship. Because Brock Purdy didn't play. We had to play with Christian McCaffrey, quarterback, and the Eagles on that good, blah, blah, blah. Part of me, part of me wants the Eagles to whip their fucking ass. Oh, I'm so, so glad we're talking about this. So they can just shut their mouths. But another part of me needs the 49ers to beat the Eagles if we, Cowboys fans, want a chance at the division and a possible chance at a bye. I'm picking the Eagles purely. Actually, that's not purely. I think they're going to win. But also, this is such a spike-fueled pick. Oh, my God. We didn't talk about this, obviously, because it's happened in the offseason. But the amount of belly aching and pissing and moaning that Tebow Samuel did on Twitter. Being like, we didn't have our quarterback. If we had our quarterback, we would have beaten you guys. Shut the fuck up, you big baby. Oh, my All right. God. Let's go, Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles because they keep getting away with it. They yeah, keep they do. getting away with it, and it sickens me. Like I said, part of me hopes that the 49ers beat them. I think Another uh, part of me wants the Eagles to just shut these Niners up. I think Jalen Hurts is just him, if we're being honest. Is he, though? Jalen Hurts has him. Jalen Hurts has more. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jalen Hurts has 11 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, because they, that's, that's they push his ass into the end zone. He Dude, actually had 13 last year, so he's not quite I, broken his record. I hate this shit, bro. I hate the discourse around the fucking tush push. I'm so sick of it, man. Ooh. I'm not I'm not dogging it, but I'm saying Susan as as says he has 11 rushing touchdowns. I was like, yeah, because of the tush push. I mean, it accounts for a lot of them. I just I'm, I just hate that like the NFL is actually going to ban that shit. You know they're going to ban that shit in the offseason. Like specifically the formation the Eagles use. Where, I mean, but, and the thing that pisses me off is like Tom Brady had like a 98% success rate on QB sneaks, right? But they didn't fucking ban it for him. Why do you want to ban it for Jalen Hurts? It's like they they have they didn't, they didn't use it as much. For touchdowns too, right? Yeah, I, I guess, but like, yeah, obviously, if I, I, if I, I have a quarterback, well, I know you guys don't, but I'm saying, I mean, in the royal you yeah. sense of the word, but like, if you have a quarterback who can squat 600 pounds and they have the best O line in the league, yeah. then yeah, they can do it. 
Because it's right. like, oh well, if it's if it's so easy to do, then why doesn't every team in the league do it? That's they right. Try. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just because they have a team that's composed of the players that are able to do it. So like Plenty anyone who, who cries about that is such a fucking loser, dude. It's like yeah. shut up. Yeah, you oh. listening to the Stellar Seller Pod on the way to work? Shut it's, up! It's not fair. Uh, it's, it's basically first and nine. Uh, you know, so, uh, it's shut basically up. first and nine. <laughs> I like that. It is. it is. Like I said, my thing is don't let them get that close. That's how you stop it. Um. Yeah, exactly. Eagles. Sunday Night Football, okay? Is the Kansas City Chiefs going to Green Bay um, to face the Packers? I saw, last night I was watching Monday Night Raw, and they had a commercial promoting Peacock and NBC for Sunday Night Football. And you want to, I got I to gotta stop the music for a second, because I, I need some emphasis on this. The promo for Sunday Night Football this week was, Patrick Mahomes has done it all. And it shows like a Highlight tape of Patrick Holmes doing crazy shit on the field. He's won it all. And it shows him holding up Super Bowl trophies and stuff. But there's one thing he hasn't done. And then it just no. shows Lambeau Field. Like, that's supposed to mean something. Like, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> going to Lambeau Field and playing the Green Bay Packers, who are fucking five and six and nobody gives a rat's ass about, is, is something like that Mahomes has to check off his list of accomplishments. Hey, they, they're when they, with when what they, they list have, off you know? his Hall of Fame resume, they're going to put, oh, in uh, week 13, 2023, Patrick Mahomes went to Lambeau Field. Look at that. Wow. Cool. Is it that he's never won there or he's never been there? I don't think he's played there. Who I think I, cares? That's what I'm saying. They're, they're trying to market that. Meanwhile, the best game is on at 425. Like, like Jeffrey Bezos, what are you doing? Because I know. <laughs> I mean, even in the preseason, 49ers versus Eagles, NFC Championship rematch, why is that not Sunday night? Did they forget that Aaron Rodgers is not a Packer? They might have. Um, yeah. I don't know what else they'd advertise it as. And hey, well, you say no one gives a shit, but if he didn't go there, it would come up eventually. Oh, you know, Pat Mahomes has never played at Lambeau. So someone He's would in give the a shit fucking eventually. AFC. All right. Give me the Chiefs. What the fuck? Me too. Yeah. And then Monday yeah, night, the Chiefs. you got the Burrowless Bengals. Oh, that sucks, because this would have been a really good game. Uh, going to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars. Give me the Jags at home. Jaguars are another team that keep getting away with it. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, total Jags. points. I'm going to say with no Burrow, probably going to be 69. So, uh, I'm putting 33. Okay. And that was the pick skin pick'em. Oh, I like that. Whoa. You like that? You're going to love this. Fizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Dough Burgers. Mason. Are the burgers good? Yeah. Sousa 
was the prime rib good at Butch's? <laughs> Durr, yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. All right. Week 13, sizzling hot takes. What do we say? Hmm. A nice, hot, and ready take. I think you should go back to Greenbow, Alabama. No, um, I think that the Eagles are going to squat, pull their trousers down to their ankles, and take a hot, steamy, smelly, poopy all over the 49ers this Sunday. Oh, God, I hope I hope that's the case. Just so Debo Samuel can shut the fuck up. They win by Going at back. least tw- they win by at least twenty points. At least. That's my sizzle. That's kind of nuts. Twenty points. Damn. 20 okay. points. What what the what the 49ers did to the Cowboys earlier this year? Expect something like that. Except the Eagles doing it to the Niners. Here's a hot take. Yeah. Is that something the Chargers should do to the Patriots? No. But it's not going to go like that. My hot take is that the Chargers are going to be down in the fourth quarter. They're going to win, but by one score or less, like like three points, maybe maybe six points. And okay. you're going to be like, holy shit, what the fuck was that? Either the Chargers sucking or the Patriots like popping off because the Chargers D lets anything go by them. It, it might be closer than you think. I have a, I'm, Mason, before you go, I have a side hot take to branch off of Susan's hot take. Because I like entertainment. My hot take is that Mac Jones and the Patriots win this weekend at home against the L.A. Chargers. And Mac couldn't Jones, go that far. I just couldn't Mac Jones plays better than Justin Herbert. Because on Monday morning, I like listening to my sports radio in Boston. <laughs> and I want to hear what they're going to say after that happens. And you'd love that for Herbert's sake, too. You want to bash him even more. Oh, yeah. Come on. It, if you're Justin Herbert and you lose to the two and what are they, eight Patriots? Yeah. No, I agree. That's not good. Oh, man. But I don't think they're going to lose. I just think it's going to be embarrassingly close. All right. Mason. Yeah. Um, my sizzling hot take is uh based off of something that I alluded to earlier. So Bryce Young does not have a game this season above 18 fantasy points until this week when Bryce Young scores 25 plus and route to a Carolina Panthers victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Where they win by two scores. So, wow. you're saying I should start him over Dak <laughs> in my yeah. dynasty league? Yep, do that. Definitely. All right. 
All right. That league, that league that I have, uh, Bryce Young in and Dak, I actually had Kyler Murray too, but I traded him because um, Dak's been great. I started out one and six. I've won five straight, and I'm now six and six, and uh, teetering on a playoff appearance. Where, where, so, wasn't that the league you were supposed to? You were trying to tank in. I was trying to be competitive. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was trying okay. to be competitive. I mean, it, I, that was a league I was debating on tanking in, but I actually made some trades, traded away some picks. Got DK Metcalf. Joe Which Mixon. one is this? This is um, this is not the Grocers League. It's my weekend Warriors League. No. Yeah. Now, Grocers League, I'm winning the chip in that one. And it's going to be on the legs of Christian McCaffrey. And Tony P. Tough for Tony P in the playoffs. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, they have a good schedule. Yeah. Dak's probably going to be QB1 for the rest of the season. It's good for Chris if you're still listening. Yeah. Shout out, Chris. That was Sizzling Hot Takes brought to you by Dur Burgers. Sousa, are the burgers good? Dur. Dur. Quick aside, actually, about Chris. Shout out, Chris. Uh, every time he sends a, ch- uh, a text message in our group chat, mm. I always laugh because yeah. every single time it's it's a banger text. Every single time cracks me up because he doesn't text a lot but when he does no it's just like it just adds it just adds more to it and then glenn and and chelsea's response sarah how the fuck do you deal with this this is chill he just typed in chili dogs (laughs) next to google (laughs) (laughs) second on a chili dog um two weeks left the regular season you guys are fighting for a certificate. In three weeks, I will present a certificate to one of you. So that's something to look forward to. Let's go. That's right. Unless Brendan pulls off the impossible. We'd both have nice. to. Yeah, me and Mace would have to lose the next two weeks, and he wins the both weeks. Brendan, I want to talk about this team for a little bit. He's getting away with it, too. He's, he's like the Jaguars. He can't keep you might be away right. with this. You might be right. Because when I look at his team, I'm like, right. what happened? I see, like, Miles Sanders. I see Jonathan Mingo in there. I see guys projected for, like, four points. I'm like, what? Whoa. And he's eight and four. Yeah. I saw Jonu Smith, who got him zero last week. He still won. Um, yeah, he's got Jonu Smith, Jonathan Mingo, Romeo Dobbs. And uh, he's been also been enjoying Cortland Sutton's unbelievable touchdown run. But he's getting away with it because he's got hurts, man. And that helps. Anti-Rick Hill. Anti-Rick Hill. That's like your Christian McCaffrey and Pat D of yesteryear. No, it's not that good. Sorry, just not. You're right. Uh, Me, on the other hand, it's not looking good. I am surrounded by darkness, Michael Thomas. And Chris Olave is way down the hall. Bright little speck, speck of light. And, uh, yeah. Tired of it, honestly. Mason, I don't know how you did this for so long. Yeah, this, I mean. Pissing me off. Like, yeah, I, it actually, sucks, man. It's very it's interesting. to my stomach. 
you got it's almost like there's just that there's just been a shift. You have your uh, your champions, former champions, Glenn, Panacho, uh, Fryer, Craig, Gomes, even well, Gomes. We're gonna take I mean, Gomes. I have to. I know that goes back a long time ago, but yeah, you could say Gomes, and just real chance that all of you guys missed the playoffs. Thanks. What happened? I'm unlucky. Glenn bullshit hasn't made an appearance. So it's true. Throw that theory out the window. And and the thing is, too, it's not like I would rather if I'm going to suck. I'd rather just suck and like not have a chance every week. The so blue you can forget balls, about it. Just so I can just, you know, not pay attention to Zay Jones ripping off 40 yard touchdowns or, you know, not watch Black Friday games. I, I I would just, you know, prefer that. But the fact of how close I've been multiple times this year to winning my matchup and not getting it done, that hurts more. Absolutely. So well, trust me, Glenn, I completely understand. I was in the same boat last year or like just missed out on the playoffs. And then obviously I ended up winning the toilet again. Um, <clears throat> but that's, that's what's more frustrating. You know what I mean? It's like when your team sucks, it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Who cares? Like my team right. blows, you know, right. but like when you're like, just on the cusp, it's like twisting the knife every week. Right. And like, like I said, I haven't made many trades. I thought I did a pretty good draft, like drafted well. Lost Aaron Rodgers, obviously, week one. Lost, well, kind of losing Chase now with the Joe Burrow injury. But he was the top 10 receiver. Probably should have drafted Chris McCraffy, but that's another thing. But it's not like it's not like I drafted like Panacho and made stupid choices off the rip. Right? Took a lot of risks. Right. It's I mean, Calvin been, Ridley hasn't panned out for you either. It's been unfortunate. He's been he's like... He's had a few good like, weeks. He's been my best receiver the last two weeks. Yeah. But I mean, like, in comparison to what people thought he was going to be sure. coming into the season. And gives then, it a later start than I anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, though. It's not over yet. We're going to beat Panacho oh, this week. We're going to beat Panacho this week. We're going to beat Fryer next week. And then if the bullshit aligns. <laughs> if that bullshit aligns, Sousa, and I somehow, some way, find a way to be number eight, you're going to wish you never got that certificate. Oh, man. Revenge game? Because I am coming. He's got a revenge game for both of us, Sousa, so I don't want to play him either. Well, you're gonna have to worry about that because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much out. I'm surprised no one's eliminated, according to the app. It's only two weeks left. Does someone have Remember? nine nine losses? No, no right? Lois is eight. That bad. And the, and the people and the people who are yeah, kind of in playoff spots right now have six losses. Mm. So Could yeah, be like Craig's only two games back from the person in third in the division. 
There is fight, Nate. Get it done. I need I need Jake Aronson to find a way to lose. <laughs> and I need um, JV to lose. I need a win. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Right? It's possible. We'll I got the tie. Let you guys got, know what happens next week. I got the tiebreaker with Craig. I don't have the tiebreaker with Gomes, so he's got to lose too. And then if I beat Panacho, I'll have the tiebreaker with him. I'll have the tiebreaker with Fryer. So I'll beat him twice. I'm just saying, there's a chance. Mm. Tune in next week. Tune Find in out. Next week. All right. Um, we'll keep you posted on the drafts for the Christmas stuff. That'll be fun. Yeah, well. Hell right. yeah. Let's Can't wait. Get the fuck out of here. Um, bye bye.